Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? When are you guys going to learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood. Gangsters. Hollering about Trump 2024. You heard me? Woo, woo. Wah. Gangsters. The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't, we ain't stupid, man. American people, man. We ain't, we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask and all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's going to be, man, nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack, man, nobody, nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's going to be because we ain't having nothing else. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Well, I guess breaking news George Santos apparently voted out, expelled. The House of Representatives, apparently that is the vote. I'm waiting for the update here on my news sources. Uh, And it just looks like everybody is saying it's going to happen today. It's going to happen today, but it hasn't crossed. We're getting some folks on the live stream saying, yes, it's a done deal. It's a dark day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to say it. And here's the thing. I'm not going to defend George Santos. I'm not going to say that you should use money if if he's accused of doing this and he did it. Look, there, there should be no question. That you don't use campaign money to do this or that. But he's not the first one. He's not the only one. He certainly won't be the last one. But George Santos was a black eye to the people in the House of Representatives who believe they're holier than thou. Oh, oh, he has besmirched our fine, great institution. Really? Pretty sure you guys have major pie in your face on a daily basis. You're ineffective. You're woefully, woefully partisan. There's too much corruption, too much stuff that's dirty. So please cry us a river about George Santos. But now, ladies and gentlemen, just think you could vote somebody in who you wanted, regardless of why you wanted them and have the fine folks who believe they know better than you rule around you. Overruled. He is gone. Perfect. So the theme of this segment here, and I found this interesting. This whole idea that everybody needs to hurry, 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 now, 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 rush and change everything that they do to accommodate something that science is not decided upon, (laughs) but is dripping with potential for money laundering and other inside deals and uh, and and a sidebar economy to hours in China to produce all this climate change nonsense from the the big propellers on the windmills, whatever the hell the arms are called, right? The solar panels of suck, which nobody thought about, you know, hail or any other thing. Yeah, we, we probably should have thought about that one a little bit. These things that are not uh, recyclable, if you will, uh, that you're told that you need to go get because you need to help save the planet. 
Well, this report, if we're going to speak specifically about this whole electric vehicle, zero emissions and zero, et cetera, et cetera. Gretchen Whitmer, oh, 2040, we're going to have zero fossil fuels. It's going to be fantastic. No, no, because here's this little sidebar issue. Did you know that electric vehicles have 80% more problems than gas-powered cars? You guys, you have time for 80% more problems with something in your life, right? What's it like when your washing machine breaks? What's it like when your washer breaks? Or you have issues with your garage door opener or your furnace goes on the fritz. It is so expensive. It is so inconvenient, right? Now it's your car. And imagine your car all of a sudden became 80% less reliable. Let's listen to this. This is crazy. Electric vehicles have vastly more problems that arise than gas-powered cars. A new report of American consumers reveals. This isn't some fly-by-night like, well, we were outside of Costco and I had a, a pad of paper and a pen. And I was like, excuse me. Hi, can I talk to you for a second? How's your electric vehicle? Is that going well for you? No, no, no. That's not what happened. This is by Consumer Reports. Vehicle owners, electric vehicle owners, 330,000 vehicles. What? Consumer reports as to owners of about 330,000 vehicles. Huge. About issues they faced over the last year. How's it going for you, right? I mean, it looks so cool, that Tesla, or a Chevy, whatever the hell it is. It looks kind of neat. How's that going for you? Well... I found that EVs have almost 80% more problems than gas-powered cars using traditional combustion engines. Most problems consumers face with EVs, the report suggests. Who has time for this? Long charging times. Honest to God. Who's got time to be like, look, I'd be there, uh, but I'm not on a half charge yet. I've got to still wait. I've got to sit here at this uh, Circle K, uh, and there's a line for this one charger that we're all waiting to use and it keeps breaking down. Other than that, I'll be there when I can. Hello? Long charging times. A lack of charging stations in general. Super. Issues with the lithium ion battery. Hopefully it doesn't catch fire, (laughs) right? Because it takes like an ocean of water to put that bad boy out. Outer and interior parts not fitting precisely. Super. And just to kick you in the pants, engine failures. Super. The Associated Press reports this. Consumer Reports derived its survey data from subscribers who owned EVs from the 2021 through 2023 model years, and they compared them with other vehicle types in calculating a vehicle's average problem rate. The organization assigned extra weight to serious problems such as battery or engine failures. EVs from the 2021 and 2022 model years overall had more than twice the problem rates of internal combustion vehicles. You know, the ones that you're using that everybody thinks you're a bad person for using. Mm -hmm. The rates were more closely aligned in the 2023 model year. Those EVs only had 21% more problems than gasoline vehicles. Oh, it's such an improvement. Michael Karam, who lives near Buffalo, told the AP he had to turn all his his all Chevy, all electric Chevy Bolt SUV on and off up to 12 times before he could get the car 
into drive because of the region's cold temperatures. Look, this hurry up and rush thing, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for electric vehicles. It doesn't work for vaccines. It doesn't work for anything. And the faster people try to shove it down your throat, the more suspicious you could be because it means they're making more money. So we we have that story, all right? The cars aren't working. We don't like the cars. They're bad in bad weather. There's not enough charging stations. There's not enough mechanics who understand how to do this. It's an idiotic rush to the finish line. And now we've got all these blue state governors falling over themselves to say, we're going to completely eliminate gasoline and all fossil fuels here in just a few years. What? No, you're not. So Lynn, let's talk about this. This is unfortunate. More than 3,000 auto dealers sign a letter opposing Biden's electric vehicle mandate. They said, stop. The vehicles are stacking up on our lots. We cannot get rid of them. There is no demand for the supply that our manufacturers have oversaturated us with because nobody thought critically. How do you have multi-billion dollar companies push the gas pedal down and say, that's what we're doing? How about Jeep? I don't think Jeep is continuing to make any more gas-powered Jeeps. Because, you know, when you're off-roading somewhere, what you want to do is run out of battery and need a tow. Hi, where are you? I I have no idea. In the Redwood Forest, can you come find me, please? Because my battery needs a lift. What? 3,000 car dealers. They represent all brands, all 50 states, all walks of life, joining together in one common theme to Joe Biden. Dude, stop. This is madness. A coalition of more than 3,000 auto dealers nationwide is sending an open letter to Joe Biden, calling him to tap the brakes on his administration's aggressive electric vehicle push. I don't know why you just don't cut to the chase and say, this sucks. What you want to do sucks, doesn't work. It's not working for us. We're losing money hand over fist. These jobs aren't jobs putting together these cars. They come with fewer parts. And the parts we're getting aren't fitting right. And by the way, the parts are coming from China. Anybody else? Does that make you feel weird? Yes. Dealers, all 50 states, they collectively sell every major car brand, saying these vehicles are ideal for many people, and we believe their appeal will grow over time. But the reality is that electric vehicle demand today isn't keeping up with the large influx of these battery electric vehicles arriving at our dealerships. It was dumb from the beginning. Everybody hurry up and get a vaccine right now, please. I promise it's magic. (laughs) Take my word for it. I promise. Doesn't this, haven't we been down this road before? Aren't we smarter than this? Aren't we able to look critically and say, that's a dumb idea. If Greta Thunberg is behind it, I'm against it. How about that? That will be our barometer from now on. Whatever Greta wants, I want the opposite. Then we can save all of this hassle, ladies and gentlemen. See, I know you rely on me to solve the problems and solve them I will. All right, when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, meantime, over in the Middle East, oh yeah, there's still, you know, hostages. What about Americans? 
What do we know about them? How many? Where are they? How many attacks on U.S. service members by Syria and Iran? What do we know? Oh, boy. Inept. Inept. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. The idea of censorship, of silencing what you can say, what information you can get, goes hand in hand with propaganda, right? We have we have a narrative we've got to get out there. We need a mechanism by which to silence the, the voices that oppose ours. And when we're in charge, that's what we're going to do. We're going to create this mechanism by which, and we're going to use the whole misinformation and disinformation garbage as the umbrella under which we need to protect your safety. Oh, you know what? We want to keep you safe. It's for the greater good. Look, these are very difficult times. So we're going to make sure that the best information, the number one question is who's deciding what's real and what's not. There's the rub. Nobody wants to tell you. It's almost never somebody who's got good intentions. It's somebody who works for an apparatus that has a desired ends that they're trying to reach. That being said, War is just phenomenal, spectacular propaganda. What do we hear? We hear Hamas saying Israel has killed 12,000, 14,000, 15,000 people in, in Gaza. But they've killed women and children. Well, the thing about Hamas is that they use their own military deaths in those numbers. And we know that the Hamas fighters are not uh, remiss to kill their own civilians in order to pump up those numbers or use their own civilians as shields, because that makes sense. That's the slithery warfare uh, of these dirtbags. You have Israel on the other side trying to trying to do what's right in war after being brutally massacred, after being invaded, right? After having everybody and his brother swoop in and try to tell them what to do and how to respond. How about all of you suck it and let Israel manage Israel? Biden's, you know, team. Oh, we really don't think you've got the credit to be able to keep launching these attacks. Say what? Really? Propaganda. Lots of it floating around. So when a reporter in the White House press conference yesterday asked this White House babe, she's a new one. Her name is Sabrina Singh, asking about, you know, how about how about these attacks on U.S. troops? Because remember, Joe Biden said zero tolerance. That'll end. We don't tolerate that kind of, you know, assault on our people. I, I listen to how ambivalent and just meh, matter of fact, this White House babe is dropping a number of how many times U.S. troops in the Middle East have been attacked since October 7th. Listen. Can you tell us, has, have there been any additional attacks on U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria since Thanksgiving? The last we were tracking was 73, I believe. Yes, let me see here. I just want to make sure. Yes, so there was, so we do have an update. Um, there was an attack on Tuesday, so that was earlier this week. Um, so that brings the total attacks up to 74 attacks from October 17th until now. Um, we did not see, um, uh, as you just mentioned, over the period of Thanksgiving and then over the last two days, we did not observe any additional attacks on our troops. And where was the attack on uh, Tuesday? That was in Syria. in Syria. Yeah. Okay, see, I have this really weird follow-up question. I know it's totally off base. Um, what are you doing to stop it? What's your fight back? They know Biden is a weakling old man, a doddering old man who likes to sniff kids, lick ice cream and lie about being in business with his addicted son. 
What are you doing about it, news babe? White House gal? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, we've had, uh, in 55 days, we've had 74 attacks on U.S. troops. But, you know, we really think this is moving swimmingly. Hey, John Kirby, how about you step up to the mic? Because you're a spokesperson of SUCK as well. Tell us. Everybody else is getting their hostages. What's going on with the Americans? How many Americans are there? What condition are they? Why haven't they been released? How about some granular data, John? Here you go. You mentioned before that the U.S. believes there are two American women held. One has been released. So does that mean there is one American woman left being held? And what do we know about her conditions? Do we think she could be released soon? I wish I had good answers for those questions. Unfortunately, we don't know. Uh, we do believe that there's uh, that there that, that of the unaccounted for Americans that we believe there's one other woman that's unaccounted for and that we had believed was taken hostage. So we were hoping to see two women and of course little Abigail come out over the last week. Wait a minute, you don't even know. You you don't know who of our people have been snatched. You have no idea who's missing? What have you been doing? What have you been doing? Besides trying to tell Israel what they should do. How about you do what you should do? And freaking get Americans home. And not in a casket. And another bite. I've gone too long to play it for you. That same reporter says, well, do you, do you think that, that Hamas will allow the Red Cross to get in and deliver aid so maybe the Red Cross can figure out how the Americans are doing. And John Kirby says, yeah, th- we think that Hamas is going to do. They tell us they'll do that. So that's what we think. You're going to you're going to negotiate with freaking barbarians who decapitate children and put their bodies in ovens. OK, good. That, that's what's going on in the Middle East. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up next. Calvin Ball fumble. Dan Goldman absolutely wrecked by journalist Michael Schellenberger. It is delicious, as they say, and it's next. Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, dead at the age of 93. Hmm. You know, I think about these two journalists, Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger, and if you've paid attention to them at all, we have on this program quite a bit. Here you have two independent journalists. They both lean left. Admittedly, they both have voted and tend to lean and advocate left. They tend to write articles that are about things I think most common sense people could get behind. You don't have to be a Democrat to get behind our idea of elevating those in poverty of making things more accessible to people based on their zip code who are really disen- they're really disenfranchised from so many of the benefits that a lot of us have. I don't think you have to be a Democrat, a bleeding heart liberal, to have social care and concern for people. But to hear these gentlemen dive through these Twitter files and get information that If it wasn't for Elon Musk, none of us would get this information. We would have no idea this revolving door between the federal government and social media. We'd have no idea. 
We'd have no idea how much the White House worked with YouTube, Google to silence people on YouTube, how deeply we were silenced and affected by our own freaking government. Remember the government that promised us in its campaign. We will be, unlike Donald Trump, we will be the most transparent ever, which was all ridiculousity, of course. But this Dan Goldman guy, God bless him. What a turd. He said yesterday in a a pretty contentious hearing, House Judiciary, Jim Jordan is here having this conversation, and they're talking about the weaponization of the government. And it's on this panel that Schellenberger and Taibbi and two others, a Canadian and one other gal, uh, are speaking about their experiences. And, And Dan Goldman, the representative from New York, right? He is going to come out and just sound like a moron. And, and it's just, it's unfortunate. Dan, give up the dream, dude. It, the whole idea that the laptop is Russian inform- disinformation, that, that ship sailed like three years ago. And yet you're still clinging on. You're still holding on. Please don't let me go. My man. So I need you to hear him. And this give and go with... um Schellenberger yesterday in this hearing and in this conversation Dan Goldman is going to say in fact that that laptop there's no evidence that it's real that's a hard drive hard drives can be copied we haven't been able to independently authenticate that we have no idea if that was a Russian plan they're still going with Russia 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 to the point where the journalist the left-leaning journalist must just be aghast he leans forward and he's like it sounds like sir you're spreading a conspiracy theory he drops him enjoy audio soundbite Number one. You've talked about the Hunter Biden laptop and how the FBI knew it existed. You are aware, of course, that the uh, laptop, so to speak, was actually that was published in the New York Post was actually a hard drive that the New York Post admitted here was not authenticated as real. It was not the laptop the FBI had. You're aware of that, right? It was the same contents. How do you know? Because it, <laughs> Because it's the same, I mean, it's You would have to authenticate it to know it was the same contents. contents. You have no idea. You know hard drives can be manipulated. Are you suggesting the New York Post participated in a conspiracy to construct the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop? Ooh, here's my mic drop, right? Go, baby, go. You don't know that. We haven't independently authenticated that, Dan. You're wasting our time. You're insulting our intelligence. You might as well tell us that the vaccine is safe and effective next, okay? Because nobody's buying the crap that you're selling. But he's not done. He goes on. So Schellenberger is going to say, so wait a minute. You're going to say that the New York Post somehow manipulated the hard drive and concocted all of this information showing Hunter doing, you know, crack with prostitutes and all this disgusting crap. All of these very, you know, sensitive emails. You're telling us that this is concocted by Russia or somebody else. Listen. Are you suggesting the New York Post participated in a conspiracy to construct the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop? No, sir. The problem is that hard drives can be manipulated by Rudy Giuliani or Russia. Well, what's the evidence that and that happened? What's well, there the is actual evidence of it, but the point is, it's Where? Just no evidence for it. So you're engaging in a conspiracy. I'm glad theory. you agree with me, Mr. Schellenberger, that transparency is the most important thing. Mm. And my last question for you is, do you think it would be transparent if Hunter Biden came to this Congress and testified in a public hearing 
and more transparent than if he testified privately. It's, I mean, literally, I've never thought about that. I have no idea. <laughs> you don't I've know? literally never thought about is that. public the testimony time, more I mean, transparent than private testimony? Are you familiar with the First Mr. Amendment? Mr. Chairman, it I yield back. The Congress shall take it, no action it, to abridge freedom of speech. Yeah. And that's what you just described. Wow. Do you believe Hunter Biden should come here and, and testify publicly? They are so desperate because they've been coaching him. He's been getting tutored. He's got acting lessons. He's ready to go. He knows how he's going to set the story. He wants to be able to set the story about what was going on. Hunter the victim. Hunter the addict. You have no idea what it's been like. You have no idea. And of course, House Oversight was like, no, that's not how it works. You testify in private with us and then there is a public hearing that's the way it goes but again let's go back to calvin ball we have a democratic party here that wants to break precedent that wants to create new rules it's not rules that benefit anybody except their own selfish malevolent interests and people who are independent or left-leaning are awakening to the suck ladies and gentlemen now, in that very moment, I find great reason to be joyful because it's not passing muster anymore. And that is extraordinary progress. All right. That said, I think you need something special, don't you? I need some good. I love stories that have to do with children, children who are perhaps facing some challenges in their lives, who are the recipients of a stranger's kindness. And this is one of those such stories. The instrument involved is a piano, but the joy that one gift gives is indescribable. Here's my boyfriend, Steve Hartman from CBS. To 11-year-old Jude Kofi of Aurora, Colorado, this surprise was music to his eyes. Obviously, whoever said the best things come in small packages was never gifted a grand piano. Jude's father, Isaiah. So one day it just shows up at the house? Yes, all for free. Who does that? The answer in a moment. But first, the reason. A couple years ago, Jude's dad heard a noise coming from the basement. There was an old keyboard down there, but no one knew how to play it. Certainly not his autistic son, Jude. Or so he thought. Isaiah then got Jude a larger keyboard to see what more he could do. And boy, could he do. The kid never had a lesson. No one taught him any of this. How do you explain that you're as good as you are? It's a miracle. You think it's a miracle? That's what I prefer. Bill Magnuson prefers that too. Is he special? He's beyond special. He's Mozart level. It's coming from somewhere beyond. Bill is a piano tuner. He saw a local news story about Jude, heard him play, learned how his parents immigrated from Ghana how they're raising four children and sending money back to Ghana. What resources are left over to help this special little soul? Yours. Yeah. 
using an inheritance from his father. Bill bought the piano, spent $15,000. He has promised to tune it once a month for the rest of his life. And he's even paying for Jude to get professional lessons. We're family now. Somebody to just love your son like that by making sure that his future is secured. We are super thankful. Yeah. Press the pedal. Caring for other children as your own. The ultimate act of generosity. The beneficiaries of Bill's boundless generosity. Join us now. Hello, Isaiah. Hello, Jude. Hello. Is Bill still in your life? Oh, oh yes. yes. He's always checking on us. We call him, they call us. He's so much in our lives, and uh, we love that. What do you think motivates someone like Bill to be so generous? I think it's the sheer goodness of how he wants everybody to feel. Has all of this inspired you to be more generous? Oh, yes. Of course. Going to the hospitals, playing for families and kids so that we can use his gift and talent and all that to help people. Woo! I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, and I'm so glad you're doing so well. Thanks so much. You are so welcome. Bye. We saw there what joy generosity can bring. And you don't need to buy someone a grand piano. In fact, all you need to do to get started is next time, when you cut that cookie in half to share with a friend, give them the bigger piece. And see if maybe, just maybe, the smaller piece might taste just a little bit sweeter. I just love him. Love that story. It is just, you know, we talk about all sorts of stuff on this program, ladies and gentlemen. That's grown-ups behaving poorly. And every now and, and now and again, it's nice to see one with a heart of gold. All right, do not miss it. Bad joke Friday. They're bad jokes for a reason. Don't have high hopes here. Because <laughs> I, I will disappoint you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, you have waited patiently all week. It is that time, ladies and gentlemen, our favorite part of the show. Ladies and gentlemen. I just flew in from New York, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. <laughs> Anywho, welcome to the Comedy Club. Won't you give it up to Wendy and Brock for Bad Joke Friday? All righty, we always begin with Dr. Richard Rafferty. He says this, an elderly man who suffered with severe hearing issues for a number of years finally visits a doctor. I'm going to fit you with a couple of hearing aids, which will allow you to hear 100%. I want to see you back here, though, in a month. A month goes by. The older gentleman returns to the doctor. Doctor says, well, is your hearing 100%? How does your family feel? I bet they're really happy about it. The old man says, oh, I haven't told them yet. All I do is sit around and listen to their conversations. <laughs> and I've already changed my will three times. <laughs> now, that's funny. <laughs> You left us hanging a little I'm longer. sorry. How do farmers party? How do farmers party? I don't know. They turn up the beats. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I fell for that. What is a person with with diarrhea and an electric... <laughs> 
What does a person with diarrhea and an electric car owner have in common? Oh, crap. They both hope they'll make it home. <laughs> Pirate walks into a bar with a paper towel on top of his head. Bartender points out points at it and says, What's up with that? Ooh. Pirate replies, Arr, there's a bounty on my head. There's a what on your head? Bounty. A bounty. Oh gosh. It's called Annunciate. I didn't catch I'm sorry. It was Christmas time, and the kindergarten teacher was receiving gifts from the students. Florist's son handed her a box. Teacher said, I bet that this is some flowers. That's right, said the boy. Next, the daughter of the candy store owner handed her a box. Is it assorted chocolates? Yes, was the reply. The next gift was from the son of the liquor store owner. The package was leaking. So the teacher touched a drop of the liquid and tasted it. Mm, Is it wine? She said, no, the boy replied. The teacher took another drop. Is it champagne? The boy grinned and shook his head. The teacher took one more taste before declaring, I give up. What is it? It's a puppy, he said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Should you stop having babies after 35? No. Absolutely. 35 babies are plenty (laughs) enough. So stupid. Where do snowmen keep their money? Snowbank. Yes. Why does Cinderella so bad at playing soccer? She kept running away from the ball. Duh. Oh, gosh. So bad. How is Christmas exactly like your job? How? You do all the work and some fat guy in a suit gets all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a well-balanced horse? Stable. Oh, gosh. rock group has four guys who don't sing or play instruments? <laughs> what? Mount Rushmore. <laughs> That wasn't that funny. What do you call an angry carrot? A steamed veggie? <laughs> so stupid. I used to eat natural foods until I found out that most people die of natural causes. True. Why would bears, what would bears be without bees? Ears. Oh my gosh. 90% of all electric vehicles ever made are still on the road today. The other 10% made it home. <laughs> See, everybody's talking about everybody's that. Everybody's making it's, fun it's of It's terrible. I mean, it's funny, but all right. So uh, why did the bicycle fall over? It was too tired. Oh, boy. Husband, I told my wife she should embrace her mistakes. <laughs> then she hugged me. <laughs> <laughs> what did the triangle say to the circle? You are pointless. It's taking him a while. He'll get there. Why did the deer go to the orthodontist? Why? Because he had buck teeth. What did the buffalo say to his son when he dropped him off at school? Oh, I think I know this one. Bye, son. Yeah. (laughs) Why is grass so dangerous? (laughs) Because it's full of blades. (laughs) Where where do generals keep their armies? In their sleeves? I don't understand what that means. Arm, sleeve. Aw, in their sleeves. Why did the math book look so mad? <laughs> Why? Because of all its problems. <laughs> did you hear about the red ship and the blue ship that collided? All the sailors were marooned. <sighs> did you hear about the guy who couldn't stop collecting magazines? <laughs> he had issues. <laughs> wow. What's it? What stays in the corner but travels all over the world? What stays in the corner? But travels all over the world. A postage stamp. That's not a joke. My sister thinks she's so smart. She Mm -hmm. said the only food that can make you cry is an onion. 
So I threw a coconut at her. Oh, gosh. Guy walks into a local uh, hotel, okay? And as he's being seated, he notices a very attractive woman at the next table. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, she sneezes, and to his surprise, a glass eye comes flying out of her eye socket. It's flying past the guy, but he catches it. And he politely hands it back to the lady. Oh, my goodness, says the lady. This is so embarrassing. As she's popping her eye back in place she gradually regains her composure and then says i'm sorry to have disturbed you but i really appreciate your help why don't you join me i'll buy you dinner to make it up to you guy nods in agreement joins her at her table despite her glass eye the woman is stunningly attractive a great conversationalist he's having a wonderful evening and as they chat it's obvious to him they have a ton in common naturally he gets her phone number and then he says ma'am i have to say you are the most charming woman i've ever met are you this nice to every guy you meet no not really the woman replies you just happen to catch my eye Oh, jeez. I bought one of those smart light switches, but it was too clever for me. I exchanged it for a dimmer switch. Oh, my gosh. Wow. What goes, oh, oh, oh. Santa walking backwards. Oh, gosh. What does a gingerbread man put in his bed? Uh-oh. What? A cookie sheet. Oh, gosh. I'm out. You got one more? Uh, I I yelled cow at a woman on a bike, and she gave me the finger. Wow. Then she plowed straight into the cow. I tried. (laughs) That's so dumb. These were good. Hello. That's the point. All right. Hey, remember, the Wendy Bell Radio podcast. We're trying to get to 2 million downloads. Can you please join us? Every single one of you gets it on your phone or on your tablet. That is one download. We need 2 million. Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get yours. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. We love you guys. See you Monday. Peace.